What's going on? Welcome to episode two of Muha's Moneyline. Uh, I am joined in studio again with Ellen Miskowski. Hi, Kyle. <laughs> so, uh, unfortunately, there wasn't a podcast on Friday, but figured it'd be nice to go over kind of what we had going on on the weekend. Any wins for you over the weekend? Yeah, uh, I had a pretty good weekend. I would say a couple of them didn't really pan out, but that's gambling. I would say, let's see here, um, definitely hit my first parlay, and that was a Mavericks-Thunder Rockets win on Saturday night, and uh, went all in on that um, Bulls-Rockets game on Saturday night as well. I had the over for Harden at 31. He scored 30, I think he might have scored 40. I had over 21.5 on Westbrook, which went off at a plus 200, which was really cool. And he scored 26. And then I went on the over on Sadoransky at eight and a half and hit that one as well. Nice. So it sounds like you had a pretty good day on Saturday. Yeah, good day. Good day. And then um, kind of wore it a little bit on Sunday to kind of make up for it. But I feel like you've got to try to track trends in this game. And so I'm still trying to find my way. How about you? Um, on Saturday, I did strictly all NBA. Um, I went for a three-team parlay. The story of my gambling so far the last week has been hitting two out of three on my parlays. So on Saturday, I took Philadelphia plus five and a half against the Nuggets. That hit. I took the uh, Jazz plus three and a half against the Bucks. That hit. But what the killer was for me was taking the Grizzlies six and a half against the Magic. That missed, and therefore I didn't hit my parlay. So that was kind of tough to see, um, mm. especially because I think the Grizzlies game was later on in the night. So like my, I'm like, all right, got two out of three. Like this parlay is about to hit, and like it just didn't come into fruition. And then for the NFL on Sunday, um, I had oh five-team money line parlay and i just totally whiffed on that <laughs> four out of five of my things Oof. games i picked i lost and um i had a parlay going last night with the dolphins and colts under Cavs plus two against the knicks and then what the killer for me was the nets um i chose money line over the suns and they just got absolutely blown out by the Suns. so that was tough to see so overall just not a great weekend for me. Well, there is one thing that came out of last Thursday's podcast, and that is um, I have lost all faith in the revenge game. Because <laughs> now I'm 0 for 3 on it. Yeah, I, I did notice that you were writing revenge games pretty <laughs> pretty heavy when uh, the NBA season was starting. So we'll, we'll have to keep update on that to see if you continue to fall down that path or not well we have a chance tonight <laughs> what, what revenge game you got your eye on tonight <laughs> we've got the clippers facing the raptors for the first time <laughs> since Kawhi leonard's <laughs> departure here's my prediction the over is 29.5 that's his line i'm gonna pick the under because of my lack of ability on the other ones and then I'm going to say that he doesn't even play most of the fourth quarter because the, the Clippers win by such a, a big margin. Hmm. I was eyeing that game a little bit, but I'm I'm just a little weary on putting any money on it because I think the line's 10.5 right now. Mm -hmm. And 
I feel I I was looking at the Raptors when they played the Lakers. I was like, man, I think the Lakers may be a good bet, just because I don't think the Raptors are that good. But they're seven and two right now, and they're still playing really good team basketball. So they they may be a sneaky bet all year. I feel like. Well, Kyle Lowry went down the game before last, so you really don't get to see the full effect of that until a couple games. Back-to-back, I'm counting on that a little bit. Even though they're staying in L.A., uh, I think you're going to need Pascal Siakam to just go crazy to keep them in the the game, or Van Fleet. But even saying all that, I think this Clippers team, I think I'm seeing Paul George practicing full strength now, so he's back any day. So I, I just feel like... This Clippers team is the deepest team in the league. Yeah, I especially would, uh, on the bench. I would one hundred percent agree with that. They just they're loaded. They're loaded. So it's like if you're even having a little bit of a problem with your roster right now, you don't want to run into that buzzsaw. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> that's and that's why I'm not even touching that game tonight at all. Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> um, what other games do you have on your slate for tonight? Okay, so I. I've been told that the Detroit Pistons are playing or the, the Minnesota Timberwolves are playing the fastest pace in the NBA right now. So with that being said, um, I kind of like Detroit tonight in the minus three um, just because another back to back with they, they just got done getting their uh, they beaten by Denver last night. So now they've got to travel to Detroit. I think that works in Detroit's favor. Blake Griffin comes back from his injuries uh, th- tonight even though he's on a lim- uh, minutes restriction, I think that I still like the Pistons in this one, um, especially because Towns against Drummond is going to be a tough matchup for, yeah. for Towns. I like Memphis plus eleven uh, with the Spurs. I have a, I, I have to stay away from the Grizzlies just because they screwed me over the other night. I gotta at least let that settle for a day <laughs> okay. or two before I'm feeling confident in the Grizzlies again. <laughs> Um, John Morant's back. He rested Saturday, um, and I think that he's just good enough that he's not going to really let his team get destroyed by more than 11 points. That's I just, think he's going to win the rookie of the year. He's awesome. He's awesome. Um, and then other than that, I mean, it's kind of all bets are off. I just got a lot of a lot of player bets. I've got, like I mentioned earlier, um, Kawhi Leonard under 29.5. I got James Harden and Brandon Ingram to combine for 6.5 made threes tonight. Um, so I like that bet. I've got Donovan Mitchell being plus 23.5. I've got D'Angelo Russell plus 25.5. I took that, too. I feel like that. I'm feeling really confident in that one. Nice. I have a couple of stats behind that, too, that I have written down here. Oh, okay, cool. What are they? Um, so, like, what am I? I'm going to do a three-team, or not a three-team, but a three-thing parlay tonight. I don't even know what the correct terminology would that be with having player bets and then team bets on that but anyways um yeah i have d'angelo russell 25 and a half against the jazz tonight so far in the season he's averaging 25.3 points per game and then his last three games he scored 30 52 and 30 yeah so i'm feeling i'm feeling nice about that one and then keeping in the nba i like the rockets minus six against the pelicans away Um, the road team has covered the spread in the last five matchups for this matchup between the Pelicans and the Rockets Hmm. and the Rockets are the away team. And I just feel like they're, they just have way more elite players than what the Pelicans have, especially with Zion out. And I think Lonzo's out too, which who cares, but 
Yeah, I, I, that's a good play. And then the, the final piece for my parlay tonight is a little NFL action on the game tonight. I l- absolutely love – I'm almost saying this is a lock. Oh, boy. <laughs> the Seahawks plus six and a half on the road against the 49ers. I, okay. I feel like with uh, R- Russell Wilson, he's M- in the MVP conversation. Um, I have a couple of stats here. Um, this matchup, the spread has been covered um, the last eight games by the underdog. So that's works in favor for the Seahawks. And then also um, the Seahawks have a 3-1 and one record against the spread after winning as a favorite in 2019. Wow. So all signs are kind of pointed in favor of the Seahawks. And if I'm feeling crazy, I may even go money line on Seahawks. And I'm not part of the parlay, but just – a little side action, money line on the Seahawks, just to see if that could hit, possibly. Well, I believe Kittle's out, too, for San Francisco. Yeah, right? I think so. That's rough. Is it in Seattle? It's at 49ers. Ooh, see, that's tough. But to, to, but that's why, you know, it's – granted, San Francisco is undefeated. They can go either way. That's That San Francisco defense is really good. Really good. And it's a divisional matchup. So that's why I kind of still am leaning towards the Seahawks because – I felt like all the divisional matchups, they they kind of played unique this last weekend, especially with that Falcons Saints game. Mm-hmm. So I'm 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 feeling real confident in the Seahawks. I think they're always going to be a, at least with Russell Wilson, they're just a sneaky team that's like really damn good, but just don't get highlighted a lot because they're not like crazy. Okay. Like, well, I asked my my buddies who who bet all the time for their locks. I got some too. You got some locks too tonight from a from a friend. Yes. Okay. So here's here's the one lock from um, I'm gonna call him Spending Steve. <laughs> uh, he says no way San Francisco wins. Kittle out and Jimmy not that good. Lock of the night is Seattle plus six and a half. That's what I like to hear, baby. <laughs> Let's go. And then I'm gonna go. I'm gonna call him uh, Money Making Marcus. He I asked him for his lock as well, and he wrote. I took Seahawks plus six and a half. So that's two guys who are into the big time into the Seahawks bandwagon like yourself. Well, that work. That sounds great because I have my boy Mouse. I think he wants to go by the name Skirt Reynolds betting. Um, he says it's too early in the NBA season to bet for that, but he does like Seahawks money line. Um, but we'll play it safe with the plus six and a half for the Seahawks tonight. So. It sounds like a lot of people are riding the Seahawks plus six and a half tonight. So I'm going to log in really quick, and I am for sure betting 49ers minus six and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're not going to ride this together as a team Oh, here? dude, I, it's like that scene in Let It Ride. It's like the second you want to go bet on the horse, you just got to go ask everybody who they like and then cross them all <laughs> off the list because that's what essentially f- sounds like to me. It's like it's sucker bets at this point. Yeah, I could see where it could be a little bit of a trap, but my heart, my heart's telling me <laughs> Seahawks six and a half tonight. So how long do how often do we want to record these? I don't know. It could be a daily thing or every two days. The gr- the great thing is that there's literally games every night. So <laughs> awesome! I love it. Anything else you want to add? No, those are kind of all the bets I have for today. Um, I think definitely on Friday we'll do a NFL show where we do kind of our favorite bets for the weekend leading up to the NFL just because I feel like that's 
Sunday's like a great betting day because you got NBA and then you got full slate of games for the NFL. For sure. For sure. Um, I think that's an awesome idea. We've also still got college football to kind of talk about as well. So I think that'd be really good. And I think keeping other people coming on would be awesome as well. Yeah, that's what's kind of cool about this. Maybe we could start doing this at a little bit different time so we could even have people start calling in a little bit. Yeah, that'd be cool. Interestingly enough, um, there's two real uh, crazy disparaging like money lines with tonight's NBA slate. Right now, Toronto is a plus 380 for the win. That's a lot. That means that there's pretty much zero chance for them to win tonight. Memphis is a plus 525. That may be a thing where you just throw two, three bucks two, three, on. Just to see just, what happens, yeah, dude. Yeah, might as well. And then you've got, that's it. So those are the two big, big shifts. Pelicans are plus 225. But still, that's a, that's a big problem. They're saying that Golden State has a better chance of beating the Jazz than Toronto do, or Memphis does of beating the Spurs. That's pretty crazy. I'm so upset that I didn't put anything on Moneyline Falcons yesterday because I I literally like I included that 13 and a half in a lot of my bets yesterday and like if I just would have, I mean it would that bet would have made any sense <laughs> at all. But like in hindsight, it's like man, like if that would have hit, that would have been a nice payout. There's one thing I'm learning about betting so far. If I can't focus on it, I shouldn't be betting. Yesterday I went to the Bears game, and I literally like put in two bets before I got to the Illinois border. <laughs> and one of them was, of course, Saints minus 14. Wore it. And then I put, it, I put money on the Chiefs, too. Wore it. Yeah, the, that Chiefs one hurt. And then once... What makes gambling so great is when the Chiefs got in field goal position. I'm like, all right, this is what needs to happen. They need to kick the field goal, send this game into overtime. Then they get the ball first, score a touchdown, get the six points, and cover the game. I'm like, all these crazy scenarios are pulling off in my head. And like, you're just like, the guy's going to kick the field goal and they get blocked, and immediately that just all gets shut down right there. 100%. <laughs> Anything else that you want to add? No, that's all I got for today. Appreciate you guys listening, and hopefully you'll hear another episode or two at the end of the week. Good luck. <laughs>